Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. Annapurna was nice enough mm. to send us over a code for Neon White. Mm-hmm. Um, this game's gotten featured a few times in a couple different, I think Nintendo Directs, it was that Summer Game Fest, it's kind of been all over over yeah. the past year or two, and it's one of those games that just looks really interesting and kind of hard to place, so... Yeah, this yeah. is that this is that weird first person shooter game with the card system that made no sense when people tried to explain it. So <laughs> it just, I'm gonna do yeah, my best what, and try to explain it. <laughs> it. It looks very weird. So so what the hell is this? Like what is it? Because I think I think it even used the tagline like for freaks by freaks by or freaks. something like that. Yeah. So it's just like everything about this seems so out there. So just what are we talking about today? So it's it's a fun it's a fun kind of goofy ass game. It feels more digital devolvery than Annapurna. Um, <laughs> if, I like I like that that will only make sense to like ten percent of our audience, maybe maybe less than five. It's I don't know. Our Annapurna. I was idea. Annapurna. I would say is like they're pretty well known for making um, arty sort of heartfelt games, and this one is just like a really fun kind of goofy shooter with a with a neat, interesting setting. Mm-hmm. So the whole concept of neon white is. Uh, first of all, the game has a great first impression. The opening movie is like so freaking cool. It's like an anime opening, and they have a drum and bass soundtrack the entire time. Yeah. So it just hits really hard. And then the the setting is really interesting. Um, basically, what happened is heaven is starting to get overrun by demons, so they pull um, sinners from hell, and then basically use them as hired assassins to kill demons. And they have ten days to kill as many demons as they can, and whoever kills the most demons, they essentially um, win, they get to spend a year in heaven. Um, And everybody in heaven's kind of a jerk. They're all self-righteous douchebags. Um, And in heaven, there are also angels, and the angels are all cartoon cats. (laughs) And that's just kind of the first impression, and that's before you even get into the gameplay, so if if that just sounds interesting to you, I feel like that'll either turn people onto it or turn people off to it, like, immediately. Does is that interesting enough and stay interesting, interesting enough to carry you through? Like, if you're like kind of in the gameplay, which we'll talk about, but is that story and that weirdness is that enough? Because I think there's some games that like live and die mm. on like we're just so out there and weird that you want to see what crazy shit's gonna happen. Is it like mm. to that level of like weird interestingness to the story? I think the mythos are is super super cool. I think how you feel about the characters, I'll definitely say mileage will vary, and that may be very character by character. It's a very character-focused game where okay. you have your main character, Neon White, and there's Neon Red and Neon Yellow and Neon Violet, and you kind of you kind of do all these interactions with them in a visual novel style. So I think that aspect of the characters is like a little, I don't know, but I think the overall plot of what's happening and the mythos is like super, super cool, which I was actually surprised about because I just thought this was all going to be gameplay forward. And as soon yeah. as I started talking to a ton of characters, like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> um, but I, it's solid. It's solid. And I think the I think some of the reveals of, of why this is happening are, are really rock solid. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. <laughs> um, so I think I think that's just pretty good. The gameplay though, nuts, perfect, so it's rock me, solid, no complaints, <laughs> absolutely so, amazing. So tell me about these cards, because this is this is my <laughs> thing with this game was these cards, yeah. and even like we talked a little bit before this about this, just yeah, and and I still like I need to I need you to walk me through these cards again because I'm confused yeah. by the cards and how the, like do I need the cards? Are the cards like a deck? Like how do these cards work? Is it randomized? Like what's going on? So, so 
the, the basic gameplay. So the cards, first of all, I'd say they're cards mostly for aesthetic purposes. When you think cards in a video game, you start thinking like card game mechanics. Yeah, it has none and... of that. It has no okay. no decks, no nothing like that. Um, think of them. I would say just think of them more as power ups. I'll keep saying cards throughout this, but just think of them as power ups. Um, power ups that you can choose to hold or to use immediately. Okay. So Mario let's. Kart. Sure. Actually, no. I thought about that. I had thought about that. It's exactly like Mario Kart. You know, and you know how sometimes you can hold two power ups in Mario Kart. It's the same shit. It's the exact same shit. <laughs> yes. If if Mario was picking up cards, that's what it would be. It's it's okay. that is. I'm glad you picked up on that because that's exactly what it is. So anyway, this game is the general idea. It's a first person game, and you need to get through the level as fast as possible and kill all the enemies in the level. Pretty simple. Pretty standard stuff. Um, you restart in you. Re, it's an instant restart game, so like Super Meat Boy, Trials, Track Mania, those sort of games. Yeah. Um, where the idea is like you want to get the fastest time, get the level as quick as possible in the best sort of um, order or sequence um, of it. So just the moving around the level feels really, really, really good. They just nailed the feeling of of getting to the levels, like moving through it. Card system. All right, mm-hmm. card system. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you pick up a card, a card can do two things. It can either be a weapon. Think of like a pistol with five bullets, a shotgun with a few bullets, a sniper rifle with a few bullets. Mm -hmm. So I pick up a card. I shoot a few times. I kill some demons. And then it kind of just runs out at some point. It's like, okay. Okay. And then I I use my card shooting five bullets. What you can do at any point while you're shooting is you can discard the card and you get a movement option. So, for example, when you pick up a pistol card, <laughs> you have five shots. Anytime within, anytime before you spend those five shots, you can discard it and do a jump. Okay. So, I run into a pistol card, and I see a demon to my right and a ledge above him. So, I need to shoot the demon one or two times and then use the jump ability the card has. So, I don't. So I shoot a few times, then spend the card till I jump up to the next level. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. I just love that you're explaining this like I'm a five year old. Like, you have your card. <laughs> it's. Honestly, no, I'm, I'm struggling explaining it because I just feel like. I feel like this game makes no sense. I'm um, trying to explain it. The thing is, at the end of all this, it is actually super simple in practice. <laughs> Um, but, I mean, that's, that's, that's I think, a testament to it, is those things that feel complex yeah. and seem complex that in the end you're just like, oh, so it's just boom, 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 boom. And that's, I think yes. that's a testament to a game's gameplay when you can go, I can't even describe how to do it. It's just this, and it works, and it's fun, and it makes sense, and it just becomes super intuitive as you go. I think that's more of a testament to it than just being like, oh, yeah, you push the right stick, and it does this, and next jumps, and it worked. <laughs> Yeah, so, so yes, exactly, exactly. And so in practice, when you pick up a card, you're probably going to spend it like in the next second, whether you're trying to figure out, do I need to shoot with it? Do I need to use it, the, the movement ability? So for example, I'll run, pick up a card, shoot a demon, double jump. And as I double jump, I run into another card that lets me dash forward or shoot a gun. But I realize if I don't dash forward, I'm going to die. So mm-hmm. shoot the enemy pick up the next card, pick up the next card, and then I'm like, well, I can't even shoot. There's nothing to shoot, so I'll just use the dash ability and discard it immediately. Okay. So all the cards, the cards are not random at all. Then they're set up in the level for you to figure out exactly how what sequence of cards you need to hit. It's, it's pretty linear, I'd say. Okay. Um, but there are shortcuts you can take. 
Um, but the idea is you have an idea, once you replay the level a few times, you have an idea of exactly what card's coming up next, so you know how to spend it because you know what's happening right after that. Gotcha. Um, and the reason, I would say generally in most games this wouldn't work, but the levels are mostly less than 30 seconds, some are less than 15. Okay. So you can master a level maybe one or two minutes, which is super cool. Because you could, in that time, you've Played replayed the level. Times. Yeah, so um, so you're able to master it really quickly. And one of the other thing that's kind of neat, besides just getting to a level quickly, um, they have a, they always have like a hidden item in the level. And the hidden hidden item in the level, it's it's usually out of sequence with the cards, and you have to hold cards in a weird position. So I think that's actually more of the puzzly aspect of it, of like okay. when to really spend cards is because you can so only hold example, two, right? You can only hold two types, but you can hold up to three of an individual type. So, so I can hold, I can like, hold... three pistols, but only yes. two jumps. So I could have five cards, but it's only two. You could have, cards. like, so you could have, like, three pistol cards and then, like, three dash forward cards, which is, I think, the sniper rifle. Okay. So, and then if I'm holding three jump pistol cards, I can use three jumps. Or, mm-hmm. like, like, if I discard all three, I'll do three jumps. So what you're finding the hidden item in the level, usually it's somewhere up high or somewhere really weird. We have to play your cards in a sequence that wouldn't normally make sense if you're just trying to get the level quickly. And the thing that's kind of neat is how the levels are set up is that each mission has 10 levels in a row. Mm-hmm. So you'll go through all 10 levels in about, I don't know, five, six minutes or something like that. Okay. And then once you're done, or maybe 10 levels of, well, no, sorry, that doesn't make sense. 10 levels will probably be about 10, 15 minutes, I guess. And then you spend your time doing the visual novel stuff. So you like go on a mission, do your ten levels, and then you do the visual novel stuff. Go on a mission, go on like you know a mission, do ten levels right in a row, then do your visual novel so stuff. So when you say visual novel stuff, what do you mean? Like wandering around talking to characters, just straight cutscenes, just straight dialogue boxes, as a um, weird little puzzly. Like, are you are you moving through the visual novel, or is it just all text based? Sadly, no. So so it's it's all text based. So like your okay. hub is like literally just like options of where characters are are. So there's and like, you like a click bar on, and you can, yeah, click on the bar can, and whoever's in the bar, and then okay, click out and then click on the yeah, bar and, and, and it's all the bar. it's all two D. So you don't actually get to explore that area, which is like okay. I don't know because because the levels are so interesting just visually. I was a little disappointed that you couldn't ex- explore the hub area as well. Um, but the interactions of the characters I think are mostly pretty good. Um, a lot of them really made me laugh. I think one of the things I was really surprised about this is that they don't dance around references. Like, if they're just referencing something, they'll just say it. Like, The Matrix, like, there's a part where they see where somebody watches The Matrix in a movie theater, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is the movie with Neo and Agent Smith and all that stuff. It's like, oh, they're actually, like, just saying the thing. <laughs> so, um... Now, remember that movie where the green text scrolled across the screen and they were, like, couldn't figure out if they were real or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was kind of fun. Um, there's some, And there's some really good jokes that, like, because you aren't really expecting that. They have some good jokes associated with that because they are from our world. Um mm-hmm. So I think the visual novel stuff was, like, pretty strong. Um, I don't know. I just felt kind of weird about certain characters. So, um... <laughs> I feel like that's every some... visual novel ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, like, one... There's one particular character. It's, it's not a spoiler. But her character, she's, like... She's cute, but she also likes to kill things. And it's just... I just didn't like the character throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, spending certain time with certain characters, like, oh, I really like this character. Sometimes I really don't. And then the item you pick up in the level is, like, a present for them. So that's how you kind of, like, level up your affinity so, with each character. 
so the visual novel parts, do you need to talk to every character or is it just something where it's like, is it very, is it like a structured, like linear path? Like talk to Joe, then talk to this person, then talk to her, talk to him. talk. To... So, so when you get to the hub, you have so many presents that you pick okay. up in the level. There's so many options. And so like, they will be highlight, highlighted of like which characters you can talk to. will have something new to say. Um, and then there's always one character after every set of missions you talk to, and it'll just get you the next mission. So the visual so novel could, stuff is almost entirely optional. As I say, so you could just skip past that in theory, right? Like if you're just like, I don't want to talk to all these people, you could just play 10 levels, talk to next guy, next 10 levels, talk to next yeah. guy. Yeah, um, I will say that, that though talking with those characters, sometimes they have these interesting additional like bonus levels. They're called like side quests Okay. Um, that usually will, will play the cards in a, kind of a more puzzly aspect. The goal of those is not usually to get through them as quick as possible. It's just to get through the level. Um, so, for example, I know one of them disabled the gu- disabled the guns on all the cards. And then you realize that you were using the guns for certain situations that you didn't have them in. Or there's one that has, like, a really complex dungeon thing you have to go through using your cards. And it's, like, much more being precise and not getting through it as fast as you can. It's just, like, trying not to die as you get through it. Through it. Interesting. So, I would say it's like it's optional, but if you want to do kind of the more puzzly aspects, I'd say it's not optional. But honestly, playing this game, like when you play a level, there's such good incentive just to get that hundred percent each one that it just it feels it feels fun enough to do that of yeah. just like going through hundred percent. The only reason I didn't was just because I had gotten the code and was trying to beat this by embargo, and then the <laughs> turn on this game was actually much longer than I thought it was. <laughs> um, but I, I think there's like enough incentive just because how fun it is to play, especially like when you get through a level and you're like, I could do that faster. I know I can do that faster. I know I screw up one jump and it'll only take me 10 more seconds to do it because I can like just do the play replay level right now mm-hmm. or, you know, find the item. Um, so it I think at first it's it does a really good job of kind of like showing you this cool setting, this cool gameplay. I think the only thing I didn't quite enjoy about the game is that once you get in that loop of like going to a mission, doing the visual novel stuff, going to a mission, doing the visual novel stuff, it gets a little kind of samey after a while. It, I think that rhythm just... of just yeah, whatever any game yeah. that has that kind of rhythm, I think by the end you kind of start to feel it. Just no matter how long, how short it is, just because you're like, okay, same pattern, same pattern, same pattern. Are we going to change this up? And yeah, it is what it yeah. is. I, I will say though that by the end of the game, there's like points when you'll feel impressed with yourself, where you're just like. <laughs> Wow, I, I like I was playing the game and just going so fast through a level, going like I would if I saw somebody else playing this game, like. But that's just how you play the game. Is but if you saw somebody else playing that game, like what the fuck are you doing? Because you're you're dashing, you're dropping cards, you're picking up cards, and it's just like it's kind of like you know when like when Neo sees the Matrix, it feels <laughs> like that at some point. Um, and I think I play this on PC, which I guess is kind of important. I don't know if a controller would be great for this game. Especially near the end, because there's some crazy shit that just of how fast you move the levels. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I tried playing the controller for a little bit, and I was like, I just went back to the PC, like uh, the PC mouse controller, like mouse and keyboard immediately. Um, that's probably my only hesitation of like which one should you pick up. If you have the option, I'd go with PC. Um, but the control the the game moves in such a way that it's slow enough that a controller could probably be okay. But I think if you want to get like the you know, leaderboard and like get the yeah. best of that. Top that 10 stuff. in the world, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Then, then, then I would definitely recommend the PC version. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's a, it's a great game. It's awesome. It's a really, really, really good game. The reviews are insane. Like it like is 
reviewing yeah. insane like it's one of those things that i kind of saw and was just nonchalant about and it's like you texted me like i think probably like an hour after we got this go like this game's great <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, uh, <It's>, okay <laughs> it's it's definitely it's definitely one of the, like probably one of my favorite games i've played recently i think i think just because i was trying to get through it so quickly i didn't enjoy as much as i probably could have yeah um, but definitely what definitely probably one of my favorite games i've played in, in recent memory for nice. sure yeah all right screw you elden ring we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. There can always be a second place for Game of the Year. Bye.